is DJ Beelzeboy. My name is MC Zimina. <laughs> this week we are pulling out the stops and bring you a festive special entitled... Anti-Christmas, your fun time satanic jolly holiday. <laughs> Welcome! Welcome to the old devil edition of Project Moonbase. That's we, right. We thought we'd try and to jump off the bandwagon of doing a Christmas special and doing an anti-Christmas special instead. Yeah, it's the antidote. <laughs> the antidote, quite literally. I wasn't entirely sure there would be that much uh, satanic Christmas music out there, but... I know, usually when you go in and, you know, they're not playing it at the local chemist <laughs> no. uh, no. Stardy or something like that. No. But uh, it turns out that there are actually one or two actually out there, one or two and tracks. A few people are not that keen on Christmas and have put, put it down <laughs> yeah. in album form, luckily for us. And you, which is very nice of them. Thank you very much for that. It makes our lives much easier. So yeah, so every track on the show this week has a darkly devilish theme, uh, but also festive. <laughs> what a combination. <laughs> Let's see if we can sustain that, shall we, through the show. In amongst all the music, though, we do, of course, have MC Zirconium and his unnecessary news. Oh, that's right. This week, hail Satan, demon of hell, lord of the flies, our satanic majesty. Help us slog through this yuletide period with a fake smile on our face. <laughs> all the while contemplating the tidal wave of sorrow that will annihilate the living world and usher in an age of darkness. Also, I'd like a new bike. <laughs> Let's see what we can do. Do you like the fairy lights on your hatch, by the way? Love them. <laughs> They're satanic fairy lights. Good. <laughs> We're going to start by playing a track which you can get on various compilations. Well, I found this on an album called Your Christmas Present by that great swing band leader, Tommy Dorsey. And Satanists. And Satanists. <laughs> and his satanic orchestra. With the unexpected title, Satan Takes a Holiday. Thank you. 
That was a devilish Tommy Dorsey and his orchestra <laughs> with a nice track there called Satan Takes a Holiday from the album The Fabulous Arrangements of Tommy Dorsey in Hi-Fi. Yes, you see, originally recorded, I think, in 1937, but uh, the, the band, uh, the, some of the band members got back together in the Hi-Fi era to record a crackle-free version of that tune, which is very nice of them. Thank you for that. But when you bought the new, the new album, <laughs> it actually had a little sachet of crackle <laughs> yeah. attached to it in case you missed the original crackle. <laughs> You could add as much crackle as you wanted. Yes. That's nice. Yes. They should have a, they should have a crackle knob on amps, shouldn't they, really? Just yeah. turn up the crackle. Mm-hmm. Pop. How yes. many pops do you want? <laughs> I think that might be onto something. Or just hiss. Yeah. We'll have to do this. I think we've, got, I think we've struck gold. Mm-hmm. I do. I love it. <laughs> this is how we're going to get rich. <laughs> now we're going to uh, leap into the world of preposterous heavy metal doing extremely unexpected tune which was always amusing we've had metal does classic stuff before but this is uh, from an album called uh, neoclassical metal punk rock guitar instrumentals <laughs> the artist rather strangely is christmas at the devil's house this is a version of that very well known and, and festive tune dance of the sugar plum fairy taken to entirely new levels of preposterousness <laughs> From neoclassical metal punk and rock guitar instrumentals. <laughs> All right. We're on the moon. Yeah. You might need to watch your blood pressure there. Just kind yeah. Of careful. Help. How do people do that all the time? Rock people are angry, aren't they? I think they eat a lot of that whey powder. Stuff. Do they? You know, all big, those big tubs yeah. of it. Yeah. Yeah. You see a big tub. You come in there, you little weedy guy, and see a big tub of something with orange bulbous muscles. Yes. I want that. I'm going to eat that. <laughs> What it's like is that stuff in um, muesli, mm, just ooh, the dust, just dust, the powder. Muesli dust. Let's just yeah. sift out the twigs. <laughs> anyway. Delicious. Rock! But at least mm. it was short. <laughs> 
It's exhausting. Yes. We might have some more rock coming up later on the show, but we'll tread carefully there still, isn't it? Uh, now we're going to revisit an album we did pay a visit to in our Cryptozoology show, which was uh, Project Me Base Edition 73. So if you go to the website and search for that, you'll be able to enjoy the sound of the H.P. Lovecraft Historical Society. Both the Fishmen tune and uh, this next tune come from an al- the first of two albums, actually, on the subject of A Very Scary Solstice. That track was called It's Beginning to Look a Lot Like Fishmen. Yes. This next track is called Ocathalu. Abhorrent, 
You are listening to Project Moonbase, a weekly show you can download whenever you wish. New editions of the show are available on a Sunday evening, and you can find out as soon as they are available by going to twitter.com slash projectmoonbase. That's also, of course, one way you can get in touch with us, by simply adding us there. We do also tweet the occasional thought as well during the week. But if you want to find out much more detail about the show, you should visit our website. Yes, head on over to projectmoonbase.com where you'll find everything you need to know about the show and how to contact us. You'll see a list of all the tracks we play and links to where you can find them on Amazon and iTunes. And while you're on iTunes, please subscribe, review the show and click five stars. Project Moonbase is a listener-supported show, so if you're thinking of buying anything on Amazon, please do us a favour by going to our website and clicking on the Amazon affiliate button, top right-hand corner, and making your purchase. It's entirely anonymous, doesn't cost you a penny, and it keeps us in inverted Christmas trees. Thanks to everybody for listening and recommending us to your friends. If you enjoy the show, you can make a tiny but perfectly formed monthly donation of just a pound! Ooh, what can you get for that? Nothing. Nothing. Not even a bag of sweets. But we could get something. <laughs> we could. I don't know what I'm saying. What could we get with them? A hat. You're not limited to a pound. You could make a higher donation if you wish. And now, dear listener, it's time to find out who's been naughty and who's been truly despicable. Jewelry store sells solid gold Christmas tree. <laughs> and I like this is a quote, so it's got slightly, slightly odd the way it's expressed. <laughs> In a jewellery store in Tokyo, a Christmas tree made of pure gold has been on display for a week, a week or two by now, here and there. It garners a lot of attention because of its elegant yet childlike theme. In addition to being covered in pure gold, Disney characters, including Mickey Mouse and Cinderella, make up the tree's finishing touches. Interesting. The tree is made of 40 kilograms of solid gold. And stands about 2.4 meters high, uh, measures 1.2 meters in diameter, and costs 2.6 million pounds. <laughs> I might get one for the front room. It's nice, glittery. After that, we should remember what Christmas is really about. <laughs> now, DJ Bongo Boy, de facto king of the moon, yes. help me out. I know it's somebody's birthday, Christmas. <laughs> I don't know. Who, do you want to? I think it's the son of Zeno, isn't it? The is son it? Of Zeno? Is it? I thought it was Jimmy Oliver. <laughs> Is it not him? Well, he no. is a kind of deity that we all worship at Christmas, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a labourer from Abingdon was escorted out of a dance tournament because of his resemblance to Jesus! <laughs> was causing a distraction. <laughs> what? Well, it wasn't the Jesus, was it? <laughs> the Jesus. His, no, his resemblance to the Jesus! No, no, from last week's show you had a family called the Jesus. It wasn't the Jesus, no. <laughs> He's probably in the prison by now. <laughs> Yes, he was escorted out of a dance tournament because of his resemblance to Jesus. <laughs> Is that a criminal offence? Apparently, it's uh, it's enough. Oh dear. I'm always amazed by people who think that they see Jesus in, say, a cheese sandwich or a pine door or a tie-dye t-shirt. Because we don't know what Jesus looked like, do we? He died 2,000 years ago. No about 1,840 years before the invention of the camera. <laughs> This is slightly different. It wasn't Jesus in a cheese sandwich. It was Jesus at, at a dance match. <laughs> but anyway, Nathaniel Grindle, 33. He's on borrowed time, isn't he? Yeah, because the big... That's when he dies. <laughs> that's true, yeah. Yeah. That's true. And he was watching the, the match between <laughs> world champion Phil Taylor and Kim Hayubrecht or something like that. Really? Hayubrecht. Hmm. God knows. At Butlins in Minehead oh, in Somerset, when lovely. people in the crowd began to chant, Jesus, Jesus, <laughs> at him. <laughs> Mr. Grindle, who has long hair and a beard, 
had to watch the rest of the match on TV in a nearby bar, where they, for some reason, didn't recognise him. That's awful, isn't it? What a shame. Do you think that happens to him all the time? Well, I would, well I'd like to think, in a, you know, in a slightly nicer, friendly world, that he can maybe trade on that for his kind of darts per persona. Get a free sandwich, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> free biscuits. <laughs> Brighton's Christmas tree lights video goes viral. This is about a, a video of Christmas tree lights oh, yes. that have gone on display in Brighton. One blunt, <laughs> not-so-hidden message in the Brighton Christmas tree lights video reads, I hate my job. <laughs> so it's one of those things where you, you look at some lights and then you go round them and they all line up. <laughs> like the li- different <laughs> oh. different letters wow, at a specific point line up to read, thought's gone into this, I thing. hate my job. Another <laughs> one looks a bit like a willy. <laughs> But only from a particular vo- <laughs> particular position. As you go round it, it coalesces Brilliant. into I like it. something. Yes, rude Christmas tree lights are causing a stir in Brighton after a YouTube video of offensive bulbs went viral. The one-minute clip apparently shot at a variety of locations across the seaside town is currently doing the rounds online. There appeared to be a problem with Brighton's festive lights in the montage with a series of rude images and angry messages being placed discreetly <laughs> among the outdoor decorations. Entitled, What Has Brighton's Council Done to annoy the, <laughs> annoy the Person That Puts Up Their Christmas Lights? The clip has been pushed out by local viral video website Poke. <laughs> Brighton's councillor Jason Kitkat. What? Jason Kitkat. <laughs> Only in Brighton. Only in Brighton, yeah. Yes, it's, an old, it's a very old family, the Kitkat family. <laughs> yes, it confirmed the video was in fact a hoax. Ah, it's a hoax! I see. Mm. But it's quite a rude hoax. A naughty hoax. Yeah. Mm. The video is a creative spoof, but it's making people smile and getting thousands of people talking about the Brighton and Hove in the run-up to Christmas, he told the Argus. While a spot of clever editing and special effects have been used to create this video, it appears that uh, it's tickled people online. Whoever you are, I salute you, commented one YouTube user. Better than the Olympic opening ceremony, said another. (laughs) You have been used. Alam. Thank you, Mr. Canyon. Thank you, sir. For a specially festive selection of uh, news stories. There'll be more later on in the show. If you've been listening to the show for a while, you know we like uh, clapped-out calliopes and theatre organs, and uh, mechanised instrumentation generally is quite entertaining, especially when it hasn't been restored. Mm, slightly broken Or perhaps perhaps has been badly restored. <laughs> wooden, wooden robots playing instruments. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Well, in researching this this show, I was absolutely delighted to discover a whole album full of Christmas-themed tunes played on a variety of different carousel organs, music boxes, automatic banjos. Automatic banjos? <laughs> Which robotic, never... robotic banjos! Robotic banjos and uh, single violano virtuoso machines, which were essentially uh, violi- automatic violins played by mechanisms in cabinets. Played by mechanisms in, in cabinets? In the early part of the 20th century. Hello. There is an instrument being played by a mechanism in a cabinet. <laughs> what this is, is it's that singularity thing, but only with instruments. <laughs> yeah. So what happens when a, when a banjo re- gets consciousness? <laughs> Bing! <laughs> Uh-oh. Hello. Uh, we're going. I'm going I thought there's such a great com- collection. We're not going to be able to be, be, be a little bit uh, too much to play <laughs> too many tracks from it. But I thought we'd get a couple of tracks on this anti-festive show because there definitely is a slightly deranged, demonic quality to this, these tracks. So we'll start by playing the Queen of Kings Island Wurlitzer number one five seven with its version of that holiday classic, White Christmas. <laughs> 
That was the Queen of Kings Island Wurlitzer 157 with their version of White Christmas. And it was a little bit a little bit third man-ish. It was actually, yeah. In fact, I would say that would be ideal music. After you've, you've been counterfeiting some medication, that would be great to go to a fairground and strangle a member of parliament to. <laughs> Merry Christmas! <laughs> mm. So the whole album is really is perfect for that kind of activity. <laughs> Sinister fairground yeah, activity. I like the kind of military. Yes, clip. I particularly enjoyed the snare drumming through that. It just film, comes yeah. in, just sidles up to you when you're not it expecting does. it. Oh, uh, adds a certain precision to the whole uh, <laughs> the whole thing. Yes, we definitely need to do this. Oh. In fact, it would be very good if we could do a kind of military show, <laughs> various mad military. After our military romance show. After a bit of military romance, that gave me the taste for it. <laughs> I want more. <laughs> so that was military festivity there. <laughs> and let's just say we'll play... You, you, you horrible lot! Merry Christmas, sir! <laughs> Peace and goodwill to all men! <laughs> <laughs> it's such a splendid album, we will have another track later on in the show. Don't worry, dear listen, there'll be more. Maybe we should play some of that throughout the year, <laughs> even though it's not, even though it is all Christmas themed music. It's such great stuff. We're going to proceed though by playing a, a brand new track. We've been contacted. Been is a this bit... a saucer stuff? Because we did the recent British Flying Saucer show, <laughs> and we were trying to encourage the <laughs> pilots of Flying Saucers well, to, to come back, come back. It certainly sounds like they could be. This this next band definitely have. They're that. on Facebook. They're the on... Flying Saucers. <laughs> That's the problem. They've given up flying to Earth. They're just <laughs> on Facebook they're now. Just, Possibly Google Facebook. Plus. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> There's been a bit of a pincer movement take place. We've had both uh, a friend of the band has contacted us via our Facebook page, and uh, but we also had a, an email from the band themselves called Les Lepins Sauvages. And, um, savage rabbits. Wild rabbits. Wild rabbits. Mm. Yes, savage wild rabbits. <laughs> they have just released their... Well, rab- sorry. Carol. I know that's funny, but rabbits are quite savage. Pe- they are. Peter uh, Cook used to go on about how violent rabbits are. <laughs> anyway. They can be quite frightening rabbits in a, in a certain light. <laughs> <laughs> well, if they if you wake up and they're on your face. <laughs> Bearing those teeth of theirs. Nibbling, try, attempting to teeth. nibble your nose. Yes. We had a, an email from a band member, Louis Ferdinand Lapin. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure whether he is particularly sauvage himself, but uh, I guess he must be. They all must be quite wild. Bonjour, as they say in Francais. Les Lapins Sauvages have finally completed their debut EP, Le Noël Sapristi, a véritable tour de France of the finest in holiday music. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure whether he is actually French or not. I'm not, I'm not sure. But you're just is. trying to, you're just trying to, to antagonise him anyway. To, <laughs> please give it a listen and uh, let it become an integral part of your holiday tradition. <laughs> this is what he's suggesting. Yes. Oh. Ah, I think, think we might do. It's very much up Moonbase Alley, this, this uh, next band. And it, there is a slight, um, there's a slightly maniacal, demonic aspect to it. I hope you don't take, don't take that the wrong way, Louis Ferdinand. As we hear uh, Les Lapins Sauvages with their version of uh, Décoré les Salles.
along with Le Lapin Sauvage with Decoré Le Salle. Thank you for that. Thanks for sending that. And if you have music which you think is Project Moonbase appropriate, if you if you compose your own music you think is Project Moonbase appropriate, or you have music that you think we should know about, you can uh, contact us. Show at projectmoonbase.com. Please do, please do. We're always looking for new sounds, new directions. And now we're going to play a track by a much, much beloved character on Sesame Street. This is a, a suitably anti-Christmas tune from Oscar the Grouch from an album called Sesame Street Christmas, but it goes generally against the grain, I think, of the album, called I Hate Christmas. I can't think of anything that's dumber To a grouch, Christmas is a bummer Beaming faces everywhere Happiness is in the air I'm telling you it isn't fair I hate Christmas People load it with goodwill Giving presents, what a thrill That slushy nonsense makes me ill I hate Christmas I'd rather have a holiday Like normal grouches do Instead of getting presents They take presents back from you <laughs> Here comes Santa, girls and boys So who needs that big red noise? I'll tell him where to leave his toys I hate Christmas And if you want the truth I ain't so crazy about Easter and Labor Day either <laughs> Christmas carols to be sung Decorations to be hung Oh yeah, well I stick out my tongue I hate Christmas Christmas bells play loud and strong Hurts my ears all that ding-dong Besides, it goes on much too long I hate Christmas I'd rather have a holiday With a lot less joy and flash With a lot less cheerful smiling And a lot more dirty trash, yeah Christmas Day is almost here When it's over, then I cheer I'm glad it's only once a year I hate Christmas And whoever hung that over my trash can will I say hooey and bah humbug Gave me a fright I wanted to reach out and 
And then with Santa came in a nuclear missile. <laughs> from Heather Noel there, from the album The American Song Poem Christmas. Daddy, is Santa really six foot four? <laughs> an interesting twist on the whole <laughs> Christmas thing. Uh, yes. Santa turning up there on a nuclear missile. <laughs> Not really what you want for Christmas. And also, it turns out he's giving laser guns as, as, as presents as well. I think there's a message there. There's a message in it. So I'm not quite sure what it is. <laughs> now, that was a slightly tenuous, not entirely satanic, but I think slightly mm, anti Fairly worrying. Too. Yes. Um, we, we have been urged, we have been urged to buy, get a copy of this album, having played some song poem music. And um, I'm delighted to say that uh, that that is an early Christmas present from our London listener, Space Disco Jeff, who gave me special dispensation to open this present before Christmas, which is probably... Unprecedented. <laughs> I know. Surely and, that breaks some kind of rule somewhere. I'd like to think that in itself is vaguely satanic. I think I think you've been naughty. <laughs> Not nice. Yeah. Think twice. I, I think you would be right. I'm gonna secretly rewrap it though for Christmas. Ah. <laughs> and then feign surprise. Feign surprise. To no day. one in particular. That's right. So thank you very much for that. It's mm. a whole album of Christmas song poems. We'll have to wait another year, though. Yes, before we, we look forward to that. Before we hear any more. Twelve months from now. Yes, indeed. And now, dear listener, if you're interested in hearing some more unnecessary news, then follow us as we enter Satan's Grotto. A Swazi Member of Parliament has urged the government to hike taxes on traditional healers and soothsayers to help solve a funding crisis in Africa's last absolute monarchy. <laughs> the mediums, known as Segomas, in the southern African nation, pay an annual 10 emelangini <laughs> license fee. That's about a quid. Okay. But MP Majahod Vidumkamolo, or something, probably isn't anything like that, but an MP, said they had uh, jacked up their fees fourfold in the last few years and should pay more. To quote him, a majority of our people consult traditional healers, but the money they pay the, to the government falls far short of the money they make. Well, I would hope so, otherwise, <laughs> you know, if they're, if they're paying out more in tax than they're paying, then that is not going to work, is it? Not really. Anyway, Swaziland's budget deficit ballooned to 15% of the annual economic output in 2010, while the government ran through central bank reserves and delayed paying wages to its civil servants in order to uh, keep itself going. Swaziland is officially Africa's most bloated bureaucracy. <laughs> ah, a proud boast. <laughs> in an in-depth assessment of the economy, the IMF, pure evil, rated the scope for raising more taxes as small. <laughs> King Maswati III, who has at least a dozen wives, he's not quite sure how many, you know, give or take a couple. <laughs> at least. At least a dozen wives. <laughs> And a personal fortune estimated at $200 million mm. refused to cut royal or military spending. <laughs> well, it makes perfect sense to squeeze more money from those greedy soothsayers. <laughs> that bloated bureaucracy and the multi-millionaire absolute monarchy isn't going to pay for itself, is it? You know, if you wanted a bloated monarchy mm. with, a, uh, and, uh, with a guy that can't remember how many wives he has, you're going to have to pay. <laughs> I, hope, I like to think that as you're driving into Swaziland, they have great hoardings up saying, Welcome to Swaziland, Africa's most bloated bureaucracy. <laughs> yes, it does sound enticing, doesn't it? Come hither. <laughs> Coffee won't keep you awake at Tokyo's Hypnosis Cafe Colours. Mm. Yes. As well as alcoholic and non-alcoholic drinks, the on the menu at the Tokyo Hypnosis Cafe Colours in Shinjuku Golden Gay. 
It also features items such as trauma erasure and past life regression. Mm. Or cheese sandwiches. <laughs> what do you want? Tokyo is known for its unique cafes, including, for example, the Cuddle Cafe, Ooh. the Vampire Cafe, the Hammock Cafe, all of which sound good. Oh, just combine them all. <laughs> Cuddle from a vampire and then into a hammock. And uh, now Tokyo has the Hypnosis Cafe. As the name suggests, this venue uses the power of hypnosis to attract customers. It offers visitors the chance to try a number of hypnotic techniques, including reconnecting with your inner child, quit smoking suggestion, which is what it's called. <laughs> Would you like quit smoking suggestion? Mm. Or trauma erasure. <laughs> yes, simple hypnosis is performed by an expert bartender and magician. <laughs> so, I wasn't expecting that. It's... <laughs> It's a very, uh, it's a very niche market, that, isn't it? Uh, we're looking for some barmen. Oh, I'm a barman and a magician. Uh, yeah, we're not really a magician. Yeah, we're looking for a, a magician, bartender, plumber, and brain surgeon. Before uh, being put under subject, you're advised to have a drink and relax, to help them unwind. Mm. The bartender slash hypnotist magician. Oh. So he's a bartender, hypnotist, and magician now. Lays on a series of magic tricks for the customers. He uses his mind control skills to play tricks on them. He limits their physical movements, making it impossible for them to get off chairs and move their hands. Hmm. He tries uh, to put clients in a state of relaxed sleep, making them think they're drinking delicious beer, when in fact their glasses are filled with plain water. That's just wrong. Hmm. That is evil. Well, I guess he still charges them for the wine, though. I don't... Yeah, it could be. Or uh, beer. Beer, sorry. It's a place to go with friends and laugh at them. Apparently, because there's not going to be... You're not going to remember anything if it happens to you, are you? It's going to go in and, and you're going to lose about 20 minutes and yeah. then you'll just have a bill. You're like, I don't remember drinking that. And they'll be like, get out. <laughs> so if you're in Japan, fancy a coffee and have a lot of emotional baggage or want to say hello to your inner baby, uh, you know where to go. And finally, trainer says dogs can drive cars. Yeah, let that sink in. I'm thinking about that. Apparently, the trainer says it takes a while for the dog to get the idea of what's actually happening. No kidding. Three dogs in New Zealand have been taught to drive a car. After weeks of indoor training in how to change gear, brake and steer, the canines have finally been allowed behind the wheel of a real car with a little help from their handlers. <laughs> And there is a video where you can see dogs driving cars. Obviously, uh, this is great, and it's it's a nut we need to crack. I would uh, I would love to have a chocolate lab drive me home from the pub. Uh, but I think if we are going to train dogs to do anything, I think the first thing would be how to go to the toilet, wouldn't it? You know, and um, well, to use a toilet, to not to just do it yeah, anywhere. Yeah. And number two would probably be say I don't know, cooking egg fried rice. But you know, this is good. Good start. I don't know if it's real, but there is there is a problem. I've seen the video of it. The dog kind of driving the car mm -hmm. rather slowly, but don't, they don't have opposable thumbs. No, so I don't really quite know how it how they can turn the wheel properly. So how do you feel about dogs driving cars? <laughs> that like, was good, that was, good or bad? I like the idea in theory. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Would you want to be stuck in traffic well, with them? Actually, want to have it's going to get distracted, isn't it? As soon as it sees uh, you know like a, a rabbit or a cat or something running uh, running along the side of the road, it's going to be off. It's going to be dry, careening across the pa the pavement. Yeah. It's all very. I want to run down, <laughs> run down, and the small furry creatures. Why does the dog want to drive the car? <laughs> What's it going to do? It's going to go somewhere. It's going to go to the supermarket. Yeah. And then what? It can't take anything off the shelves because it doesn't have opposable thumbs. So, what's it going to do? 
You're just not thinking it through, trainer, in <laughs> Australia. Or New Zealand, I beg your pardon. You have been used. Elim. Thank you, Mr. Cunningham. Thank you, sir. For a lovely canine selection of news stories there. There'll be more later on in the show. This next track on the show comes from the brains behind Team America, but also, perhaps more famously, South Park. This is an album that they released by Mr. Hankey, the toilet dwelling. Mr. Small, Hankey. small brown fellow. Small brown fellow. <laughs> is this family friendly? Well... <laughs> It's gonna it's gonna push the boundaries, I think. Slightly. Is it, does it contain a number of upsetting notions? There are one or two slightly upsetting notions. Does it contain spicy language? <laughs> um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say too spicy. Are you trying to corrupt us? <laughs> We're in the middle of our family-friendly <laughs> anti-Christmas, <laughs> and you're trying to in this singing turd. <laughs> Not to put too far in front of it. Well, actually, for this track, he is Satan, the Dark Prince, in fact. Uh, fair enough. Well, that's all right, then. <laughs> yes, yeah. beware. You might want to... How long is it? Just over two, two minutes. Two minutes. You might want to fast forward if you <laughs> if you think you might be worried by this. Yes. You might want to put some uh, earmuffs on your dog. <laughs> yes. Especially if your dog understands English. <laughs> this is the heartwarming tale of Christmas time in hell. Well, I tell you what... Maybe we'll have ourselves a little Christmas right here. Come on, everyone, gather around. String up the lights and light up the tree. We're gonna make some revelry. Spirits are high, so I can tell it's Christmas time in hell. Demons are nicer as you pass them by. There's lots of demon toys to buy. The snow is falling and all is well. It's Christmas time in hell. There goes Jeffrey Dahmer with a festive Christmas ham. After he has sex with it, he'll eat up all he can. And there goes John F. Kennedy, caroling with his son. Reunited for the holidays, God bless us everyone. Everybody has a happy glow, let's dance in blood and pretend it's snow. Even Mao Zedong is under the spell, it's Christmas time in hell. Adolf, here's a present for you. Oh, a Dunnenbaum! He has a Dunnenbaum. God cast me down from heaven's door to rule in hell forevermore. But now I'm kind of glad that I fell, cause it's Christmas time in hell. Here's a rack to hang the stockings on. We still have to shop for Genghis Khan. Michael Landon's hair looks well. It's Christmas time in hell. There's Princess Diana holding burning mistletoe. Over poor Gene Siskel's head, just watch his weenie grow. For one day we all stop burning, and the flames are not so thick. All the screaming and the torture stops as we wait for old Saint Nick. So string up the lights and light up the tree. We're damned for all eternity, but for just one day, all is well. It's Christmas time in hell. Gather close together and make it quick. We gotta make room for Andy Dick. Wake his mother and ring the bell. It's Christmas time. Christmas time. Christmas time. Christmas time. It's Christmas time in hell. Merry Christmas, movie
and that track was called Satan Claws from the delicious sounding <laughs> The Hot Buttered Elves. <laughs> I do like a hot buttered elf. For an album called A Very Low Fi Christmas. Mm. It was a little bit sinister. It was, yes. <laughs> I'm more surprised at how many satanic Christmas tunes there are out there. Quite an eye opener. Maybe even enough for another one next year. Mm. <laughs> Let's hope so. Now, another one coming up from an album called Evil, <laughs> Evil Christmas Carols. Now, I love the concept behind this, uh, this particular album. It's, uh, it was by a piano player called Sean Veshi, or Wesh, or possibly Weesh. Who knows? If you go to the Project Moon Place website, you'll see how it's spelled. You can decide for yourself. The idea behind this album is that he decided to play a whole bunch of very, very well-known Christmas carols, but in a minor key to kind of lend them an air of... Tragedy. <laughs> Tragedy. A forlorn quality. A forlorn quality. Yes. You, you may say that, yes. And the results are really, I think, rather rather splendid, particularly if you're as cynical about Christmas as we are at the moon base. So we're going to play um, one of the more uplifting, well, in, in its original forms. This is his version of Sleigh Ride, with the subtitle, Lovely Weather for Pedestrian Casualties. Sean Welch with Sleigh Ride. The lovely weather for pedestrian uh, casualties or whatever yes. it is. It's a minor key version of <laughs> the same track. <laughs> yeah, yes. a little bit of a twisted take yes, on that. Yes, mad, isn't it? Certainly when it started, it reminded me very much of uh, Bernard Herrmann. It does, and a little bit of stabbiness. Yes, yeah, stabbiness. A little bit of a change. <laughs> we like a bit of stabbiness in our Christmas You could definitely see something black and white and some shadows going <laughs> yes. up a wall. <laughs> In a slightly worrying way. Yes, the whole album is just as good as that, and uh, I would highly recommend uh, acquiring a copy, which you can do by going to our website. If you're listening to this in the distant future, this is PMB 109 you need to seek out. And yes. if you're listening to it in the past, this is PMB 109. <laughs> yes. That's true, that's true too. Now, we promised you another track from this album of uh, Carousel Organs, Music Boxes, auto- uh, Automatic Banjos, and uh, Violano Virtuosos. The actual album cover has got the title, And Then Came Christmas, which is quite a menacing, <laughs> I think mm. quite a menacing title. This comes from an instrument called the Mills Single Violano Virtuoso, which is another cabinet-based... <laughs> 
<laughs> automatic instrument in this case it's a, a violin i think it was i think they actually use piano strings and various rotating rosin covered uh, devices to actually emulate the sound of a violin playing with heavy tremolo on most of the notes i like to think that it would be one of those fortune tellers <laughs> in a cabinet yes. but playing a violin. <laughs> a violin and then possibly drawing its finger sinisterly across <laughs> its throat about halfway through <laughs> This kind of sounds a bit like that, actually. <laughs> it's a bit hard to take this tune, so bear with us, dear listener. It's only, it's only a minute and a half long. Take a sip of sherry. <laughs> this is a lovely treatment of Hark the Herald Angels Sing. was of course Mills single Violano Virtuoso with Hark the Herald Angels <laughs> Sing and he said you thought it was a little uh... well I could hear the background there the, the sound of a space wasp space wasp yeah the space wasp yeah so not everyone can hear that but it it was uh, it was worrisome wasn't it, it really was quite worrying well, I quite like the slightly laboured quality to the performance yeah. as well it was like a child playing a violin <laughs> yeah. who's you know, they can play it, but they they have no they have not yet developed any human feelings, and are possibly possessed by the devil, like an evil child. Yeah, like an evil child. Like ha- that's how an evil child might play the violin if, if they had a robot arm. Oh, she's all right. Yeah, she loves it. Yeah, she doesn't look happy. She's supposed to have glowing eyes. Oh, her head's turned right round. How, how can she read music when her head's spinning round? Oh dear, that's, oh, that's, that's great stuff. Extraordinary. Our whole album is quite extraordinary. Quite, quite I, like, I like it. <laughs> You'll be hearing more, possibly on our mid-summer alternative Christmas special. <laughs> <laughs> I have been a DJ Beelzeboy. I hope we've enjoyed this anti-festive edition of Project Moon Base. I have been MC Seminar, and I hope you enjoyed the flip side of Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> and it's dirty, it's all, it's all it's covered not, in stuff and gook. It's not very nice. We're going to leave you with those giants of Mon Rack. We promised you more Rack, and it's coming up now. This is, of course, Sp- Spinal Tap. Uh, with from their album Break Like the Wind. This is their festive tune, Christmas with the Devil. Until next week, dear listener. <laughs> Yes, I